Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha! In my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is No Credentials Required, powered by Belly Up Sports and a part of the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Corey Mansfield and Ryan McCarthy. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this episode of No Credentials Required, powered by Belly Up Sports and a part of the Belly Up Podcast Network. Network sport, Billy Up Sports Podcast Network. I'm your host Ryan McCarthy. I'm actually flying solo tonight uh, because my co-host Corey, uh, he is uh, his wife is ill. So uh, get well, Stephanie. Uh, he's rolling. So I'm going to roll solo tonight and uh, talk about some of the issues currently going around sports. Uh, I'll talk about the Stanley Cup Final, which uh, ended last night. And I'll also talk about the wild card, the Major League Baseball wild card, where we're in the playoffs now. And also talk about how New York professional sports currently is a dumpster fire. So let's get into that. Let's spend a good half an hour talking about this uh, as I go into uh, as we go into the as we get into October. Now we're almost at October, and you know let's uh, let's uh, let's do this thing. So let's talk about the Stanley Cup final. Last night, uh, as this as this recording is Tuesday night. Last night, the Tampa Bay Lightning captured their second uh, Stanley Cup in franchise history as they beat. As they beat uh, the Dallas Stars four games to two in the NHL playoff bubble uh, score, and uh, uh, they should actually went up showing up the Stars in uh, the two games. So it's uh, it was a good series. I mean, I, I didn't get a chance to really watch until Game Five, and by that time the series was a three one three one score, and Dallas had tied up the series with a with a double overtime victory. But Tampa came back in Game Six and shut out the Stars. It was a uh, it was a performance that I kind of likened to. Uh, I kind of thought uh, I thought of the two thousand New Jersey Devils Stanley Cup uh, Stanley Cup winners. Uh, they had a series in the Eastern Conference semifinals against Toronto. 
where they allowed only nine shots on goal total in game six of that series. In game six of that series, on winning that series in six. It was a very, it was a very similar performance. Not in the, not in the thing that's just there's a neutral zone trap and there's clutching and grabbing, but just in the in the style that the Lightning did it in. They went up keeping the puck in there and and in Dallas's end for a good majority of the game. So it was a, it was a, it was a, a dominating game in the light by the Lightning in Game Six. Uh, the uh, Brain Point scored the, I believe he scored the Cup winning goal with his first period power play goal, and then my guy Blake Coleman. Scored a scored a goal in the second period, uh, and the rest was history. Uh, Andre Vasilevsky he won, uh, he got the shutout. And I'm trying to see who won, who won the Conn Smythe Trophy. But, uh, but yeah, it was a, uh, it was an entertaining series. I mean, this this entire playoff for the NHL, uh, for, for in the bubble series actually, it was very, it, it was a. Uh, it was it was entertaining. I mean, August first, they begin they begin in they begin begin in August, which is kind of weird for, which is which is sort of weird for, you know, you know for, for hockey. You know, you usually you're used to you're used to you're used to watching the Stanley Cup playoff in April and May and June. Uh, but. Um, Obviously, with the COVID situation and with uh, and with all that's going down with the global, global pandemic, NHL stopped their season and postponed. They put a pause in the season from mid March until 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 they ramp things up again in June, and they began to progress uh, with the twenty four teams that would go to the Stanley Cup, that would go to the, uh, the the qualifier and the round robin. Then you had the Stanley Cup playoffs begin in. Late August, and we've reached the point now that it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's over. It's over until I think at least December or January. So it's going to be interesting to see what they do uh, to ramp things up again. If they, if they, if they're going to continue with the bubble uh, until further notice, until the pandemic is over, are they going to limit? Uh, are they going to limit to two to, to four cities? Are going to in in the in within the divisions they're in? Uh, so we'll see what happens from there. I know for sure that for at least another six years, there's labor peace, which is kind of funky, considering the last couple of times they've they've had CBA negotiations. They were very, they went very long, and they went very uh, they sh- uh, the shortened or canceled seasons. So ninety four, two thousand five, and two thousand twelve, I believe, uh, those series th- those seasons were either canceled altogether. Or they were shortened dramatically in, in, in 48 games because of the uh, because of labor strife. So thankfully, we're going to have six more years of labor peace. Uh, Gary Bettman and Donald Fear they got together and uh, during the whole COVID pandemic, and since they had a pause in the season, they figured, all right, let's uh, let's talk about the next six years. Let's do some labor peace and we'll continue playing and we'll keep going and keep this thing going because Angels Angels got a good thing going right now. They had uh, Las Vegas enter. They had Vegas enter the, enter the league a couple of years about about three year three four years ago. That franchise is unbelievably successful. Uh, they went went to the Stanley Cup final in their first season, and they've been in the playoffs two seasons in a row. They made it to the conference final this year over there before they were beaten by, by Dallas. So, you know, and and they got more expansion coming down the road with Seattle. The the Seattle Kraken. Uh, they'll be starting in about a year. I think I think two years, 2021, 20, 21, 22, 
Uh, they're going to be opening that new arena in, in Seattle, and they'll be starting starting play there. So uh, it's going to be fun to see. That's all I'm all going to see if there's any re, anything with realignment. I would like to see Nashville join uh, join the Southeast of the South. Um, yeah, I'm sorry, the Atlantic Division in or or the Metropolitan Division in the, and wound up being on the East in the East Conference. Uh, I don't know if that's going to happen, considering they're a Central Time Zone team. But it'll be fun to see a rival, a natural rivalry with them in Carolina. So Victor Hedman, he won the he won the Con Smith Trophy, big defenseman from Sweden. Congratulations to Victor. Uh, interestingly enough, uh, I live in the Albany. New York area, as does Corey. Uh, we had the New Jersey Devils AHL affiliate for seven seasons. And there were two former Albany Devils who were on last night's Stanley Cup winning team. First one I mentioned was Blake Coleman. He played for the New Jersey, he played for the Albany Devils for two seasons and went to the big club and they got traded this past, got traded this past, uh, this past season towards the trade deadline. And Tampa's emergency goaltender was Scott Wedgwood. Scott Wedgwood played in Albany for a few seasons. Uh, he spent. He spent. He played. Uh, he played uh, in the playoffs. Uh, it went, that is a, when the Devils went in the playoff run back in 2016, I believe. Uh, don't 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 uh, quote me on that. He. Uh, as, a, as te- my cat Tagalong is, you can probably hear that hearing. <laughs> my cat Tagalong is in the room. He's trying to get my attention for some reason. Uh, yeah. So Scott Wedgwood, he was the, he was a Lightning's emergency goaltender. He he went. He was drafted by the New Jersey Devils. Spent a couple seasons in Albany. Was sent to Arizona. Uh, played in Arizona. He played in the bit with the big club, the Coyotes, for part of a season. Uh, he he's bounced around the AHL. He he signed with Syracuse this year. It was Syracuse's Tampa Bay's top AHL affiliate, and he spent some time with them. And he was their emergency. Then NHL rules mentioned they could have one emergency goaltender, and he was elected the emergency goaltender. So two former Albany Devils, two hockey players with connections to the Albany area, as they spent a, a couple seasons in Albany uh, with the Albany Devils. Uh, Blake Coleman. And Scott Wedgwood, congratulations to them. They won their they won a Stanley Cup, and it's going to be interesting to see in the off season as to how they're going to formulate the 2020-2021 season. And again, it's going to be interesting to see whether or not they'll do a, they'll do four separate bubbles for each division. If they'll allow if they'll allow travel to empty arenas or arenas with limited capacity, uh, depending on state and local laws. Uh, it's gonna be, it's gonna it's gonna be a, a point of contention uh, coming up this offseason between the, the players' association and and the executives of the NHL. So stay tuned for that. And now that we've ended the, <laughs> now that we ended the the regular season, the Stanley Cup f- uh, final, we're now entering the free agency period. And it's gonna be interesting to see who goes where. The big the big name, the biggest name. Who who is a free agent is Taylor Hall. Now, Taylor Hall, he was uh, with the New Jersey Devils for a couple seasons. He won the the he won the Hart Trophy as a league MVP about three seasons ago. Uh, so he 
unfortunately missed out on part of the season, uh, I believe 2017-2018. He was traded to Arizona this season. Uh, New Jersey got some, they got a lot of, they got a lot of compensation for, for Taylor Hall. So, um, he's a big, he's a big fish in the pond, uh, this year in the, in the, in the Stanley Cup, in the uh, Stanley Cup and NHL free agency. So, um, another big name that's currently, that's going to be in free agency is Rangers goalie Henrik Lundqvist. And he, the New York Rangers bought out the final year of his contract this afternoon. So he will be a free agent starting on October 9th. He's 38 years old. And he would have carried an $8.5 million salary cap hit. Um, he was actually he was scheduled to make $4.5 million with a, with a signing bonus in the final year of a seven-year, $59.5 million contract. So uh, it carried a no-movement clause, so he wasn't going to be traded, so they had to buy him out. Uh, so they're moving on from him. Uh, he's got the you know, the Rangers had the number one pick in the Stanley, uh, number one pick in the NHL draft. It's coming up in about a month or so. Uh, obviously, they're gonna they're probably gonna pick uh, that kid from the queue from the queue, uh, Alex Lafreniere, and he's not a goaltender, but he's a scorer. So either the Rangers can move out of that number one spot uh, to get themselves a, a top tier goalie, or they can just take, keep the pick and get Lafreniere and call it a day. Uh, he they so right now the Rangers have Alexander Gorgiev and Igor Shesterkin as their two goaltenders. They that they're gonna go with from now on. So Hendrik Lundqvist, his career with the New York Rangers is over. Uh, you know, if you're a Rangers fan, you have lots of memories of him. Obviously with the Stanley Cup run back in 2014 he made some pretty amazing saves you know, I, I you know I'm not a Rangers fan myself I'm a New Jersey Devils fan but as a as a fan of hockey altogether uh, you know you, you kind of want to cheer for the guys who probably deserve deserve to win and Lundquist is one of those guys who deserves to win so uh, hopefully go somewhere where he can be either a mentor for uh, a, a goalie in line or he can be a guy who plays you know, plays 30 serviceable games during the season and can help uh, can help th- his team possibly go to a Stanley Cup final. So we'll see from here. So, Hendrick, best wishes to you on your next journey. And with that, we're going to transition. I'm going to transition over to the Major League Baseball playoffs. It's playoff time. Now, the season regular season ended on Sunday afternoon. And we have our brackets for the wild card. And the wild card, uh, I mentioned in the last pop podcast, the wild cards were gonna uh, we're gonna take place in a bubble. But I found out that uh, that's not the case. <laughs> uh, the wild cards are actually gonna take place at the home field of the higher seed, and then we're gonna have the bubble series for the divisional playoff, and the championship series, and then the World Series will take place at Globe Life Park in Arlington, Texas. So here's what's gonna happen for the American League. Number one seed is Tampa. Number two seed, o- Oakland. Three seed is Minnesota. They won their division, respective divisions, so they're the top three seeds. Then you got Cleveland, the Yankees, Houston, Chicago White Sox, and the Toronto Buffalo Blue Jays. <laughs> uh, they're the eighth seed, so they clinched last. Uh, they clinched middle, uh, middle of the week last week when they beat the Yankees, so they went up to the eighth seed. National League, you got the L.A. Dodgers. 
the Atlanta Braves and the Chicago Cubs, again, top three seeds. They won their respective divisions. They got the Padres, San Diego Padres, the St. Louis Cardinals, Miami Marlins. I can't say Florida anymore. It's Miami Marlins now. Uh, Cincinnati Reds making their making their first playoff appearance since 2013. And the Milwaukee Brewers snuck in on the last day of the season. So I'm going to give my predictions for each wild card round. The wild card round is best of three. So you got yourselves three games at the home park of the higher seed. So for the American League, you got Tampa, Tampa, Oakland, Minnesota, and Cleveland. Uh, as of right now, uh, the White Sox and the and the Astros have taken game one of uh, one of their series. And as I record, it's five two Yankees in the top of the fifth. As I record at eight forty six p.m. on or Tuesday night, excuse me. So I'm gonna make some predictions for the wild card. I'm gonna start in the American League, and we got Toronto, Buffalo visiting Tampa. Um, the Rays have been they've been a they've been very good all season. They caught fire at the right time. Pitching's on point. Hitting's on point. Everything's starting to come together. Uh, I think the I think Tampa they'll take the series in two straight. I think they'll they'll advance to the divisional round with ease. Uh, I think that I think Toronto's a good team. I don't think that I don't think they have the pitching to match Tampa's though. Uh, they're a high octane team hitting hitting wise their their pitching is suspect so i've got i've got tampa and two and then we've got oakland and chicago i think the white Sox take it in three i think they have better pitching i i, I know the the a's the a's were were awesome they got the pitching they got the hitting but there's something with the white. There's something with the, with the White Sox that, that just that just kind of screams screams out. Take this team. That this team's gonna go to the next round. So I got the White Sox in three. Twins versus Astro. Twins versus Astros. I've got the Astros in three. Uh, I know the scandal going on. They managed to eke their way in the playoffs, get, catch that sixth seed. They got playoff experience. Minnesota has <laughs> the Minnesota Twins haven't won. A playoff game, and I can't tell you how long. I think it's I think since the last decade. I think they lost like 18 playoff games in a row, going back a couple, going back about a decade. So I've got Houston going to the wild card series, going into the divisional, and then I've got Cleveland, New York, Cleveland, the Yankees. I got the Yankees in two. I think if their offense gets it right, they hit their stride at the right time. They had struggles down the stretch, but I think I mean Cleveland's got good pitching. Uh, but I think the Yankees' offense is going to start to catch fire, and I think they're going to—I think they'll probably go farther than a lot of people think. So I've got the Yankees in two. I've got the Yankees in two. I'm taking both games in Cleveland. All right, so let's go to the National League. National League: got Dodgers and Milwaukee. Dodgers versus the Brewers, who managed to stick their way into the, again. They managed to stick their way into the playoffs, but I think that playoff run ends early. I got the Dodgers in two. I think the Dodgers taking it two straight against the Brewers. Uh, they're so they're just a, a, such a complete team. They've got the pitching. They got. 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready the hitting they got all the intangibles that you need to make a deep playoff run so i think the dodge will take it in two braves versus reds i think atlanta goes i think i think cincinnati will give them a bit of a i think they'll give atlanta a bit of a a bit of a ride uh, i know cincinnati was everybody's sexy pick to to win the nl central and maybe go to the world series but uh this is not the year i've got atlanta in three cubs marlins I think the Cubs will take it in two. Uh, this, this is the this is the, uh, uh, the 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 rematch, seventeen years in the making, with the uh, two thousand three NL NLCS. Uh, they're back in Chicago. They're back at Wrigley Field. Uh, the Miami Marlins, the 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 Miami Jeters, <laughs> uh, they uh, they unexpectedly make the playoffs. And I think their playoff. I think their their season ends in the first round, in the wild card round. I got I got the Cubs going in two. Then lastly, the Padres and the Cardinals. Uh, Slam Diego. They got and everything again with the Padres is starting to hit the right time. They got power hitting. They got good pitching. They've got a decent bullpen. All these things kind of add up to a playoff series win. And the Padres haven't had a playoff series win in quite a while so they'll host that series in in san diego i've got the padres going to the next round in the divisional to, to the divisional series so divisional series will be i think the divisional series will be a bubble series as well as the championship and the world series so it's gonna be fun it's gonna be interesting and fun and i'm looking forward to a pretty fun playoff uh and a very very fascinating playoff. This is a different format than what we're used to with five card, five teams going to the playoffs, and we get the play-in round, we get the wild card, then divisional, then the championship. But with eight teams going, you got you got the wild card and a three-game series for the wild card. Then you get the five-game series for the divisional. Uh, I think it's gonna be fun. I think you'll see a lot of unexpected things. I think you'll see a lot of closer matchups than we think. I would love, 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 love to see an Astros-Yankees ALCS because I want to see how the Yankees do without all the cheating. Although allegedly you could say the same same thing about the Yankees. But I want to see if Arlis Chapman has his revenge against against, uh, Jose Altuve. I want to see... If Garrett Cole can tell 
the Astros, they made a big mistake in letting him go to the Yankees. I want to see that series. I want to see that divisional series. Uh, not divisional series. I want to see that championship series so badly. So badly. But this is why they play the game. You play to win the game, as Herman Edwards once said. All right, so we're going to move on. From here, we're going to transition to New York professional sports. It's a dumpster fire. <laughs> and I thought about this the other day. It's actually, I have an article on bellyupsports.com right now with the same with the same with this kind of the same beat, uh, it's called the dumpster file, dumpster fire scale, New York professional sports. And what I do is that I kind of go into, I thought, and I thought about this yesterday as both the giants and the jets fell to 0-3. Neither of them looked competitive in their games against San Francisco and Indianapolis respectively or irrespective or disrespectively. But I mean, the, <laughs> New York sports in general. I mean, it used to, New York used to be the place to play. It used to be the city to play. That's where this is where you make your money. This is where you make your get your champion. This is where you win the championships. This is where you win. This is where you make you you be, you you become great. You become great in this city. But after observing six soul cleaving hours of New York metropolitan football. On Sunday, it's just very clear that professional sports in New York is a dumpster fire right now. Uh, there are the exceptions. Uh, the Yankees are obviously one exception. The Islanders and the Rangers, they're on an upswing themselves. The Nets just hired an NBA, an NBA Hall of Famer as their head coach. You could argue that Steve Nash is not, should not be their head coach uh, because of the, all the social justice situations going on in the world, in our, in our country right now. You could argue that point. But the fact of the matter is the Nets made a great hire with Steve Nash as their head coach. And Steve Nash is a Hall of Famer. And he knows Kevin Durant. He And we don't know if one of those guys between either Kyrie Irving or Kevin Durant has to say something about this situation because it's because they should have said something a month ago about this when he was hired. But anyway, is there any hope for these franchises? I really don't know. Um, the Mets, uh, they are... One of the teams I mentioned, the dumpster fire. I think they're in okay shape. They just uh, they just sold a bunch of their controlling interest away from the from the Wilpons from Fred Wilpon and Saul Katz, and they sold it to Steve Cohen. Uh, this is pending Major League Baseball approval. He's already hired Sandy Alderson as his team president. Uh, as you remember, Sandy Alderson ran the team as general manager from 2010 to 2018. Uh, he helped build a team that went to the World Series in 2015. So he helped build that team. He's back as club president. Uh, this me, me, this could be the end of Brody Van Wagenen as their, as their general manager. We'll see from there. I don't think they're too bad of a shape. Uh, from what I understand, Cohen is ready to open up the checkbook to bring in some big-name players in free agency. The Knicks... They're a giant dumpster fire in terms of why there's they've had. OK, so let's go through this since they went to the NBA finals in 1999. They've been through 16 head coaches, 16, 16 head coaches. That's a good, that's this is including their interim coaches since 19 and 21 years. They've been through 16 coaches. That is a record that I, <laughs> I mean, that's just a, that's just an incredible record. They've also been through a lot of 
executives trying to run the team. They've been through 11 general managers in that same time frame. Let's go through some of the names of the coaches and executives who have been there. Mike D'Antoni, Derek Fisher, Jeff Hornacek, Donnie Walsh, Dave Checkets, who was there for like two seconds, Phil Jackson, who they thought he could do his ma- he could do all the magic he did in in Chicago and in Los Angeles. They thought he could bring it back as a as a former Nick and do his magic here in the in New York City. Uh uh-uh, uh, couldn't do that. And he had Isaiah Thomas, who was both GM and coach of the team. Somehow he he convinced Jimmy Dolan. This is and this is after the Continental Basketball Association, which he bought, tanked. He convinced. Jimmy Dolan to make him head coach and GM. And <laughs> he just became part of the elephant's graveyard that uh, that is the coach and GM of the New York Knicks. Now, they, they still have some problems to figure out. I think their biggest problem is the fact that Jimmy Dolan's their owner. And he can hire people. This is the fun thing. This is the funny thing. He can hire capable staff to run the Na- the Rangers, who he also owns because he was an executive with Cablevision for for many years, and he became a billionaire, and he bought two franchise New York City franchises. Somehow the, the Rangers stay steady, but the Knicks executive and coaches, it's a revolving door. It's a perpetual revolving door, and it's and now he's put his trust in Leon Rose, who has. Let me see. Let me do the math here. All right. So divide by here uh, to multiply by pi, carry the one. Zero years of executive experience. Zero. The only thing he has is connections to player as, as a player agent. Now, he's the guy who put together the deal that brought LeBron James, Chris Bosh, and Dwayne Wade to Miami. And you know what happened there. They won, they won, they won a, uh, a three peat of championships. And one of the, one of the biggest successful franchises in the later part of the of the two thousands. His first personnel move was hiring Tom Thibodeau as head coach. If you recognize that name, he had some he had some success in Chicago. Yeah, he took the, he took the team. He helped. It was on a team that went to the NBA, uh, the Eastern Conference Finals a couple times in the in the late two thousands. Uh, then Derrick Rose destroyed his knee, and the rest is history. Then he went to Minnesota, tried to match, do the same, match the same success, and couldn't match it. Uh, had had personality problems with Jimmy Butler. Uh, players weren't responding to his coaching style, so he was out in Minnesota. Um, let's see what happens. You know, time will tell if the Flames abate in in uh, in the. Dumpster fire that is known as the New York Knicks, New York Giants. I think that I think they're they're out of a, out of a ten for the dumpster fire level, fire level. They're five and a half. Uh, Dave Gelman's kind of been kind of the uh, trying to build a team. He 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 helped build Carolina. He helped with the Carolina Panthers in the mid mid twenty tens. Uh, got Carolina to Super Bowl. Won a helped win a, a league MVP for Cam Newton. Uh, built a, a great offensive line. He has been put in charge of that. His first coaching hire, Pat Shermer, gone after two seasons. He drafts Daniel Jones, panned 
panned by the New York media and by Giants fans too. I remember that one time they showed <laughs> the poor kid. Hadn't even played a game yet. He's at Yankee Stadium enjoying a game. Camera pans to him. Fans boo him. If you couldn't tell, that was my head banging in the microphone. And this season, they lose Saquon Barkley to a torn ACL in Week 2. I mean, that's crazy. This is a crazy. But he has the ability to bring in some talent around Daniel Jones, whether it be in the draft or free agency. Uh, I know one one notable player in free agency is going to be entering the free agency period in 2021, Juju Smith-Schuster. What if he's a giant? He can. He's a definitely a next talent, an, an otherworldly talent playing wide receiver who can help Daniel Jones, help Danny Dimes. You know, having Saquon Barkley as healthy, a healthy Saquon Barkley is going to help. Uh, they they brought in Devontae Freeman, uh, formerly of the Falcons, uh, to fill in the spot for for uh, Saquon Barkley. But um, but right now it's. Gelman's got a chance to rebuild, add some weapons around Daniel Jones. They have a halfway decent defense, uh, the Giants do. Joe Judge has made them slightly competitive. They are competitive in their first two games this year. Last week against San Francisco was another story. And But I think the Giants have a chance to improve. Unlike the last team on my list, which was the New York Jets. And this hurts me the most because I have been a lifelong fan of the Jets. I've been a fan of the Jets since I was four years old when I liked them only because of the color of the uniform. Green. Because it matched my favorite Muppet, Kermit. <laughs> but for the last two decades, they have been horribly mismanaged. Horribly mismanaged. And I'm, I, I usually go into it at my other podcast, which is Downtown Jets on Downtown Sports. But I'm, I'm as a fan of this team. I'm chronicling their 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 success and their failures in the last two decades. They've had more failures than successes. Sure, they had the, the two the run in twenty in two thousand nine and two thousand ten, when Rex Ryan led them to the AFC Championship both years. But since Bill Belichick said bye bye, went to New England, the Jets have been on six head coaches, maybe seven, if the Jets lose on Thursday. And Adam Gase is reportedly going to be fired if they lose that game. Now, it doesn't matter whether or not we'll see how much they lose by. But I think regardless of the amount of points they lose by, he's gone. And worse yet, they draft a franchise quarter, a future franchise quarterback in Sam Darnold. And they fail to build around him on offense. No depth in the line. No weapons to throw to. They're that questionable signing of Le'Veon Bell who's hurt this year he hasn't been hasn't played since week one and because of that Sam Donald's starting to turn into the dread B word B as in bust not as in B I T C H you know and right now they're the hottest of the hot hottest of the hot of the dumpster fires because they have two owners Woody and Christopher Johnson who have either focused on staying relevant rather than building a winner. You had Christopher Christopher Johnson, who took a phone call from Peyton Manning to vouch for Adam Gase when he got hired. And look at what's, look at what it's been. Ten losses of uh, in, in, uh, in his tenure, in Adam Gase's tenure, 
10 out of the 12 losses the Jets have, have suffered have been by more than 10 points, been double-digit losses. So this has left Joe Douglas, general manager Joe Douglas, to clean up a huge mess. And out of the entire, out of the franchises in New York, professional sports franchises in New York, the Jets have the longest drought for a championship. They have not won a championship since Super Bowl three back in 1969. The Knicks had the next one, the next closest drought. They haven't won a title since 1973. So. Unfortunately for fans like my of the Jets like myself and Corey, because Corey's also a Jets fan, we might have to wait a little bit longer to see a championship. In fact, we might you know, I'm forty three years old. I'm waiting for my I'm waiting for their first appearance in a Super Bowl since I've been born. Gotten close a couple times, but they haven't succeeded in getting to the next level. So So New York Sports is right now is a dumpster fire. Some franchises have hope, some don't. We'll see what happens. All right, so I'm going to wrap things up here on no credentials required, folks. We've got a face. We've got not Facebook page. We've got Facebook page. We have a Twitter page. It's at no creds R E Q, which is abbreviation for no credentials required because it's too long of a name for Twitter. For apparently, I want to give a shout out to one of our and if you go to bellyupsports.com, we have a lot of different podcasts you can listen to. I'm going to give a shout out this week to the Dippin' Without a Chip podcast, which is hosted by Isaac Callow, my guy Isaac Calloway and his buddy Irod. They cover mostly Dallas Fort Worth sports. They're big Cowboys fans. They're big Mavericks fans. I don't know about the Stars. Uh, I've listened to a couple podcasts. I haven't really, I haven't really heard them mention the Stars, but. I'm pretty sure they fought a little bit at the, as the Stars made their Stanley Cup run. Um, but they also mentioned, they do some international sports, some international sports. They do pro wrestling. You name it, they'll get into it. You know, pro wrestling, baseball, golf, basketball, maybe badminton, maybe cricket. There's a market for that. We'll see. But you, you name it, they cover it. Take a listen. Dipping with that chip. You can find it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, pretty much wherever podcasts are sold. All right, folks, I've gone over 35 minutes of talking. i got another podcast to go to, so thanks for listening. I really do appreciate it. Next week, Corey, I'll have Corey back uh, in the booth with me. or actually, on the probably on Cleefeed with me. <laughs> we'll talk about the latest sports news. So until next time, we'll save you a seat in the media booth. Cheers. Intro and outro music is On The Verge by Joseph McDade. Check out his music and support him on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Joseph McDade. Thank you for listening to No Credentials Required, powered by Belly Up Sports and a part of the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network. For more articles and podcasts, visit bellyupsports.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.